Jeez. Boy to man. Boy to man Jones. <laughs> yeah. It's almost boys to men, but worse in every way. A much whiter. <laughs> every- Only what is a solo artist. Everything you didn't want it to be. And his biggest hit is crime. So <laughs> His hit number one hit, crime. Crime. Hello. Welcome to Hysterical History. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And this is our history comedy podcast, but it's mostly comedy. So if you're here for others, specifically for history, there's less of it. Mm-hmm. Less and less every day. <laughs> every day we lose a bit more. <laughs> I actually argue it's more now because... I feel like in the early days it was, like, not as much research and that we've gotten into more kind of heavy research so that there's more facts now. Mm. But the same level of comedy, which is why the episodes are longer. Sure, sure. (laughs) Anyway, today we're doing our last episode of Queen Victoria Stalker, Boy Jones. The Boy Jones. Woo-woo! And... I got to the point in the book where I think I was like 57%. And they were like, we sent him to Australia. That's where we ended last time. <laughs> Finally. And then I was like, how much more book can there like be? You know? 50%? Apparently. Well, but I was like, how much more story can there be about the yeah, boy? Minus a bit for like end notes and index and yeah. stuff. And then, and I was worried there wouldn't be enough for a full episode. So this is like the end of the boy, but then also a couple other things tacked on at the end that are related. Okay. Because I got to a point where there was, like, a whole chapter that was just, like, the boy Jones in literature. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> How much Not interesting to me. Could there be? They're like, they, they wrote plays and songs. I'm like, I know, you've already been talking about them. Songs. But I don't care. What was the song? I don't care. <laughs> it's like a jig. And he went to the house and he hid in the place and he, it was really and bad. he almost stole a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great song. Anyway, so recap from last time. He's a little rascal breaking on the palace and creeping on the queen. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't... It's not a crime, though. Simple trespassing wasn't a crime. It's only a civil thing. So the queen could have sued him for nothing, but could not put him in jail for that. Very weird. So they put him in jail for other weird stuff. I blame the government. It's bad. But they don't like that he keeps doing it. And that, like, there's really <laughs> nothing they can do about it. This because of the law. You can make a law. You're the queen. <laughs> you are Queen Victoria. You, you, you think. You can do whatever you want. But so instead of making a law, they had his land, his dad's <laughs> landlord be really nice all of a sudden, which yeah. is always very suspicious. It's not good when your landlord's being nice to you suddenly. No. It's not good when anyone's being nice to you suddenly, but especially not your landlord. Who has no reason to be nice to you. No. And has never once been nice to you previously. So it's like, that's bad. And you definitely haven't paid your rent. <laughs> you so. definitely owe him money. Uh, why is he being... <laughs> Someone paid him money. Yikes. Yeah, that's all he cares about is money. And so uh, he is really nice. And then he's like, I can get your son a job. And then he's like, sure. And he gives over his kid. And then they put him on a boat for years. <laughs> they kidnapped the And then son. he came back. And then they put him on a new boat that went farther away for even more years. And then he was like, my son is 28 now. Could he come back to England? <laughs> he probably won't do it anymore since he's not a child. He's almost 30. Yeah. And they were like, I guess. And so then he came back, but then he stole some stuff. And they said, ha ha, finally, a I crime. Gotcha. Nailed it. And so then they shipped into Australia. And that's where we left off. <laughs> finally. <laughs> We've been waiting for 10 years for you to commit a crime. (laughs) Have you been waiting? Does it count as waiting if you uh, send him, you kidnap him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they still wanted him to crime. Is it entrapment if he does it on his own? (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
Uh, but so that's what happened to the boy Jones. So they catch him, and he's shipped to Australia. And when he gets there, he becomes a, a pie salesman selling pies. Uh, very Sweeney Todd vibes. Very Sweeney Todd. Shipped to Australia, starts selling pies. Um, <laughs> he gets to Australia, he starts singing the song, No Place Like Sydney. He's just so mad. <laughs> and, like, they're like, that's not even a song. Like, what is he singing? He's like, you just wait. Also, he's probably not very good. But everybody knows he's the boy Jones. Everyone's aware of who he is. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really annoying all the time. Because now he's, like, almost 30. <laughs> and people are just, like, it's like uh, yeah. in Parks and Rec when they keep telling Ben about, like, remember when you were a child mayor or whatever? It's just like it's that. It's exactly the same. It's exactly like that. It's like everyone remembers your failure from, like, 15 years ago, and they just won't let it go. You shouldn't have been famous <laughs> when you were uh, seven. Don't do stupid things when you're a child or else no one will ever let you live a day. <laughs> or at least don't do it where the government or the internet can see it. <laughs> don't do it publicly. Don't do it publicly. Yeah. So, um, and then I put, when does he get to be Jones or the man Jones? Why is he still boy Jones? Uh-huh. How old do you have to be before you just become Jones? I mean, you could die. Jones. You could die, boy Jones. I feel like. So sad. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can die, boy Jones, because you die when you're, you know, a child. A boy, sure. When you're a boy. Uh but I feel like affectionately you could call old men boy, right? Yeah. Sometimes, sure. If that's like your thing, why not? Um, he doesn't like it though. He doesn't. He, doesn't. he wants to be anything else. <laughs> it's it's a dark past thing. Uh, he got to Australia in 1841, but by 1856 he has a plan to leave. It well, only took him 15 years. It only took him. But now he's got a plan. Oh God! So he's like 45, edging onto 50 at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, go anywhere else. Don't go to England. His plan is to go back to England. Why? And I'm just like, just. Why? Just go somewhere else. Go to Oahu. Especially now. He's been on boats that have gone to, like, multiple other countries. So, like, he's been places. So it's like, why do you still want to go to England? Like, it's garbage. Go it's... anywhere else. When did you ever have a good experience in England? Honestly, Australia at this point, because now he's out of prison. He's just living there. Like, Australia at this point might be better. Disagree. Than London. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> Australia as a continent is full of danger and sure. things that want to kill you. But, like, for him, it might be better just to be in Australia. Uh, yeah. But I'm still saying just, I don't know. He's been to like Morocco, Greece. Go somewhere else. Wow. Why, yeah. Why not go, go to, to go to America? Go anywhere else. Go live on a Greek <laughs> island for the rest of your life. Santorini is really nice. It's really nice. Beautiful. People are real nice. You live in a cave house. It's nice. Yeah. Just <laughs> crawl into a cave. Never come out. It's It'll great. Be, it's really good. <laughs> and they probably won't know who you are. Right. Uh, but he won't. He wants to England. So anyway. This is the problem. Major General George Morton Eden. Too many. Very British. No, too many. He's just chillaxing at home. He's, uh, according to Jan, he is reading important and secret army documents is the quote. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? Very vague. What, what year is it? Who are you at war with? Uh, it's 1856. So somebody... Uh. I don't know. India? I don't know. Yeah. Afghanistan? I don't know. <laughs> Probably there. Um, but so he's reading important secret documents, like Jan says. Important. And then the next morning, his secret documents are all over the room. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so clearly, 
Either somebody broke in or he sleepwalked and then used him as confetti. It's very uh, Pink Panther-esque. <laughs> it's the boy Jones. He just threw them all over the room. He's back. <laughs> I've seen him do this. Remember when he rubbed grease and, and soot all over that bedroom? It's him. I know it it's is. It's his calling card. I like the idea, though, that he just he just sleepwalked and threw him in the air and like, then went back to bed. He's embarrassed. He doesn't want to admit that he or did Or he doesn't it. know. Yeah. He's just like, somebody broke in, but, like, clearly uh, nobody broke in at all. Just, like, fire a maid and be like, <laughs> well, the butler got <laughs> You know what? It's uppity. probably you. He got uppity. Hmm. Uh, but the only thing I'm missing appears to be a gold sash from one of his uniforms. Oh. Which, when I first read it, I thought it said he was missing gold, like yeah. money. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, he just stole a sash. And I was like... Oh, that's part of his uniform, and he has to pay for that himself. <laughs> but then a few days later, a man gives the bartender at a local pub a gold sash. Oh, my God. Saying he earned it in the Crimean War. Uh-huh. His name, he says, is John Jones. Come on. <laughs> I will remind you. Come on. Boy Jones' real name is Edward Jones. Oh, my God. So he's barely even trying. He's not, he didn't even change the last name. Like. He didn't, he didn't even go. Like, he didn't even keep it. And, Take it somewhere where people wouldn't recognize it. I know he stole from a like a policeman. <laughs> I know it's or so easy guy. to change your identity and not go, uh, you know, go under the radar mm-hmm. at this point because they haven't invented radar. Yeah, uh, but you need <laughs> to try a little harder than that. Wear a wig or something. <laughs> just don't call yourself your name, your own last name. And John Jones just sounds like Joan Jones. Joan Jones? <laughs> so like, Boy John Jones? What's happening? Mm. At some point he was he was using the last name Frost, but they were like, we know it's you, Jones. So like he must just look really recognizable. He must have like something on his face that like really obviously is him. <laughs> oh god. To which I say, you know, makeup. Go to a country where no one knows who you are. Fake wigs, they have Come them. I don't. Yeah, he wore a wig that one time and they were like, Why is he wearing a wig? Because it was a terrible wig. Um, anyway, so he gets reported, and then he gets arrested, and he's like, somebody gave that to me. I don't know. And then nobody believes him, of course. I was course. just holding it Why? Why brother. would anyone believe <laughs> That's not mine. So he gets said it's a hard labor, but he's out in, like, a year. So, like, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Um, his brother, however, is now an adult mm-hmm. living in Australia because he works for the government and oh. actually has, like, a good job. He's promoted to Minister of Public Works in Victoria. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's not just, like, a lowly government worker. He's in charge of something there. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's not as impressive, obviously, as being, like, minister of something in England. But, like, he's minister of anything. So yeah. I'm like, good for you. What is your brother? Thief boy? Yeah. So. Prison extraordinaire. And so, like... This is why it's so exhausting with the boy Jones, because I'm like, this is your brother who grew up in the same house as you, who is equally as poor as you are, yeah, who had all the same issues that you did, presumably, and um, look at him. He did, he did wonderfully. Yep. Uh, he upward mobilityed that like a boss. Uh-huh. And not only is he doing that. But also, he is now in Australia, like, giving his brother money and, like, trying to, like, get him out of trouble on purpose. This family is so nice. They are so nice to him. And I'm just like, he's this guy. I don't, they didn't say his name, his brother's name. Uh-huh. But because he's not the famous one, obviously, <laughs> even though he's, like, a government official. Uh-huh. Um, he's, like, the Edwin Booth, right, of yeah. this family. Yeah. It's like, he's the good kid. They have a, one really bad kid. <laughs> And one really good kid. The one that sullies the family name forever. And then this kid, who's so capable and hardworking and nice. (laughs) It's like, look. 
You see what you could have done if you yeah. weren't just a little cretin? You could have, like, yeah. And I understand that he broke in the palace when he was a child. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he doesn't understand how that's going to affect his entire life because he's a child. But then he keeps doing it. But he it. kept doing it. And then also, like, once again, just don't go to England. Go anywhere else. And he just won't. <laughs> So I'm just like, I only can have so much sympathy. You can, and he didn't even milk it when he had the chance to milk the, the crime. And you can steal uh, clothes from anyone. Yep. But you went for someone really. Major general someone. <laughs> which, gosh, your brother has to be annoyed about. He's just like, come on. Uh, like, he works for the government, too. You, all you're doing is making me look bad. And I'm bankrolling you right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should not do this. Like, don't embarrass me. Because I'm like, because you shouldn't. Did he ever try to give his brother, like, a, you know, low-level government job in Australia? They don't say, but I assume not. I don't think anybody would allow that. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be, like, a janitor position somewhere. (laughs) Something. Um, No, and I'm like, maybe he doesn't trust his brother, which is fair, honestly. (laughs) Very true. Like, I would much sooner give my, you know, siblings who, like, were troubled money than try to get them a position somewhere that I work that is giving me money where it, like, relies on prestige, you know? Like, no way. You can't give Boyd Jones permission to dig through garbages. Nope. You can't. Have you seen, like, yeah, you're you're suggesting he cleans. Have you seen what he did when he broke into someone's house? Like, no, no, no. (laughs) He's going to go through all their stuff and steal stuff. Once again, how sad. Like, oh, I see your resume. You broke into the palace. 1,100 times. Yep. Destroyed everything. Great. Doesn't seem like you're very well qualified (laughs) to be a janitor. I know. And I'm just like, it's so ridiculous. Anyway, somebody writes a quote-unquote funny article about how the boy Jones died in 1871, which they write in England, even though he's still in Australia. Oh. Oh. And it's like, it's a joke that he died. And I'm like, this it's not funny. What's the joke? (laughs) Um, it's, they're like, it's, I'm like, is this just a weird prank you're doing on slow news day? You have nothing to talk about. <laughs> he broke into the palace like 30 years ago. Yeah. What? What's the joke? Or 40 years ago, maybe. Hmm. Who cares? Like, he's, he's like 60 at this point. <laughs> like 50 or 60 years old. And they're like, did you know he died? Lol. In the paper. And he's not even dead. So like, what are you talking about? Like I said, slow news day. Nothing to talk about. Let's bring up a case from 30 years ago. Just say he died. Maybe someone else of middling importance also died. And they're like, hey, did you know Boy Jones? Uh-huh. And it's like, this is weird. Okay. Um, in 1899, Sir Henry Lucy wrote an article that wondered what happened to the Boy Jones and had he become the Man Jones <laughs> or the Grandfather Jones? Oh. So really my Man Jones joke is not original. They did that. It's hundreds it's of years ago. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> it is. But I was like, how dare you? <laughs> My joke? <laughs> how dare you? It's rude. It's it is rough when you realize you're <laughs> well over a hundred years late to a to joke. To a joke, yeah. yeah. It could it's be like, worse. It's could, upsetting. You could be like twenty uh thousand years late for it's a joke. That's true. A know? lot of jokes are. <laughs> um so he's like, what could have happened to him? This is the article. It's just like wondering, just questions. Writing fanfic. Which I'm like, imagine yeah. you could just write an article that you're just like, I wonder what's going on anyway, you know, because like you can't know. So like you don't do yeah. any, I guess you could know, but you aren't putting any effort to do research. Truly so. wild that someone could just write <laughs> questions. I just wonder. And then like, just, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I saw this comedian and I think I've heard this a couple times from comedians who are like, <laughs> 
I have friends who will be like, I wonder what happened to this person, like a famous person. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I could look it up. And they're like, no, I'm just wondering. (laughs) I don't actually want to know. And they're like, but you could. You just Google it, you know? And they're like, and then I had to look it up because I had to know. (laughs) Because now I'm curious. Sometimes I wonder, but I don't (laughs) want to commit the file space. (laughs) To looking. I don't want Google to know that I'm wondering about mm-hmm. this specific thing right now. I'm going to get weird ads <laughs> for, like, Bon Jovi for months. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. Um, so Perth people write to him and are like, well, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you about uh, mm-hmm. He moved to Perth, obviously. Yeah. And he became the town crier. And then children of Perth would mock him loudly, <laughs> yelling questions about the palace while he tried to do his job. <laughs> it's all I could ever hope for. It's oh no. And I wrote, which honestly sounds like Dante Inferno levels of retribution, my it's, dude. God, it's his whole life. Cause like how would the children How'd know the palace? Besides uh the parents are like, let me tell you everything about what that nasty old man did. It's, he could not escape this. It's so embarrassing. And he's like all I'm trying to do is tell you the news, you know, Ugh. just do my job. And then they're like, how'd you break in? You see the queen's underwear? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, your your life should be being tormented by 16-year-old boys because that's you. That's what you did. Yeah. That's how you were. Do you feel it now? Forever. <laughs> do you understand? It is kind of <laughs> Sisyphean, isn't it? That's what I said, Dante's Inferno, man. <laughs> this, is, like, this is like... Very intense retribution here. It's, uh, it's for... Uh, Don't God. mess up in public uh, when you're a kid. Anyway. The government actually <laughs> actually hires those kids to go and ruin his day. Jan is very excited to tell you that for a while people didn't know what happened to the boy Jones, but mm-hmm. he figured it out. Oh. I'm like, I mean, good for you. Yeah. We love a man who's doing his own research what, and um, getting it done. What happened? So, um, there was a... TV show in 2002. Oh. Called. That, that was a really big jump. Victoria and Albert that appeared on ABC. Uh-huh. And uh, in that show, uh, a boy breaks into Windsor Castle as a chimney sweep. And then Albert, like, yells at him. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you do. <laughs> you know. And so then Tim Gibson is a man who lives in Victoria, Australia. Uh, saw this on TV and was like, hold on, uh, I think this is a real thing, right? Granddad? And so he he wrote to a newspaper claiming that, yeah, that happened, like, basically, and that the guy ended up in Australia and he died there. Um, so. Wait, so BBC did that without knowing that it actually happened? Yeah, I think, well, it wasn't BBC, it was ABC. Oh, sure, um, sure, sure. And I that think it was just kind sense. of like. You know, like, this could happen. So it's like a random plot. Maybe they'd heard about it vaguely, but they don't know anything about him specifically. <laughs> yeah, it could. It really could. <laughs> um, but so then Jan wrote to, like, the historical society of that area because I think nobody knew that he moved there because mm. that wasn't, like, in, the, you know, in articles or anything. Sure. So he was like, oh, like, that is that where he ended up? So he wrote to their historical society, and they were like, yeah, uh, we got some info for you, my dude. So on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas for those who aren't former colonies of the U.K. or in the U.K. <laughs> and also uh, not the U.S. because we don't do that. It's true. If you're here, you're like, you only know because British people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or Australians. <laughs> I don't know if Canadians do Boxing Day. I assume they don't. Mm. But maybe they do. I don't know. It's always a, like, coin flip if Canada still does the stuff. That's true. Because they're, like, havesies with, like, us and 
England, I feel like, for, like, traditions. So it's, like, you never know which ones they're keeping and which ones they're getting rid of, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe they do have Boxing Day, but I don't think they have, like, um, Marmite or Vegemite. Hmm, interesting. I've never heard them talk about it, which not, makes me think they don't have it. Not as, like, a cultural thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, they yeah. might be able to access it, but, like, <laughs> yeah. but like you know, so could not we. the way that, like, yeah. Australians or South Africans talk about it. It's not something you would <laughs> normally have It's not, like, a staple food they in your eat. your house. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it just depends what they get. I don't know. Tell us, Canadians, do you have Boxing Day? Do you have Vegemite that you talk about? What do you put like on I your said, toast? never heard you talk about it. <laughs> do you have toast? I think they're more on the toast and beans side, at least, uh, at least maybe. Over, over on this side. I don't know about French Canada. Sure. Yeah, we only know Western Canada. Because we live, like, an hour and yeah. a half away from Because, you know, the Couve. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle and Vancouver are the same city, mm-hmm. just in two different countries. And, like, not close to each other. Unlike the cities that are, like, actually on the border and it is the same city. (laughs) Anyway, um, but in 1893, the boy Jones, at that point, is going by Thomas Jones. um, Which, earlier somebody called him Tom Jones in an article that was fake. (laughs) And I made fun of them for it because I was like, that's not his name. But I guess sometimes he just uses a different first name. So, like, maybe he did use one, and so they just used what he was calling himself. But also, that isn't his name. So, like, do do a little research to make sure you're using the right name. I but do, also, they were like, it's a satire, even though they didn't say it was. I do like Tom Jones. That's very funny. Sure. Thomas Jones. It's better than John Jones, for sure. Hate that. I hate that one. Uh, but he's drinking a ton, mm-hmm. which is not surprising given, you know, time period and just, like, the listlessness of his life and things. Australia. Australia. Old man with no <laughs> no real reason to live. And he seems to be an alcoholic by the way people are describing him, which is also not surprising. He used to be a sailor. He takes yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> single box. And a prisoner. Yep. Yeah. He drinks. He's a poor kid he in London. Kid. Working. Yeah. yeah. He drinks. Um, But despite probably being an alcoholic, his roommate is a fireman named George John Hadfield. And when I say roommate, I mean he lives in George's house. (laughs) Yeah. George owns the house. (laughs) He lets you live there. Cute. Um, He is a very British name. Yes. George John Hadfield. And he's a fireman. He's a fireman. Very cute. And they need those in Australia. (laughs) And um, he... Gives him 10 shillings for Christmas, which, of course, John or Jones spends on booze. Once again, people are too good for you. They're very nice to him, and they shouldn't be. Um, But, like, at least he's being taken care of. Uh, He also, uh, at this point, he's 72, I believe. He's never been married. He doesn't have kids. Presumably nothing in his life, (laughs) which is, you know... (laughs) Upsetting, I guess. Nothing but, nothing but drink. And then he goes to drink at the Mitchell River Bridge. Oh. Um, and eventually falls asleep on the bridge. Uh-huh. And people pass him on the bridge, and they're just like, drunk old man, just keep going. <laughs> Don't there, wake him up. Don't touch him. Don't. Yeah, that's good advice. Don't touch. Don't touch him. The old man yeah. drinking on the old bridge. drunk bridge man. Uh, but eventually he rolls off the bridge, yeah. and he plummets 12 feet and hits his head on a rock and dies. Yeah. That's so, also how it goes. Fell drunk off a bridge. Yeah. And I think there somebody sent us, um, I wish I knew who it was, but I never look at names because I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Yeah. Uh, someone on our Facebook page sent us uh, a headstone for 
this. Oh. Like, he, he's got one now. Nice. He didn't used to. Um, I'm assuming after this, like, 2002 discussion mm-hmm. that perhaps because of that, people were like, maybe we should put something. When did he die? <laughs> um, when was it? Like, 1899. Oh, so it was, it was still, like, that year. Okay. Yeah. And, wow. uh, yeah, a listener sent us a picture of the gravestone marker. I don't know if it's, like, on his gravestone or if it's at the bridge. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's up somewhere. It says that, And it says that's how he died, that he fell off the bridge. Um, which, when I read, like, when they sent it to me, I hadn't read this part yet. And I was like, oh, I wonder if someone pushed him off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like kind a, of. Like a British agent came in and was like, get out of here. <laughs> Society pushed him. <laughs> yeah, to the brink. <laughs> yeah. Addiction pushed him off a bridge. And his own weird mental things yeah. and the government. Mm-hmm. Pushed him. They just, you know, the British Empire likes to slowly destroy you over time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's insidious. Brutal. And so, uh, yeah. he and, and it does say Thomas Jones on his gravestone, I think just because that's what he was known by in Australia specifically. Mm-hmm. I think he stopped using Edward once he moved there probably to try to not be recognized and it didn't work at all. God, what a sad life. And it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he changed it legally because then he'd have to talk to like the you know British government about how he wanted to change his name he, which I don't think they'd let him the probably. last people he wants to know his new name is <laughs> the British government it's true and like who cares but so uh, like I said Hadfield had let Jones live at his house for the last five or six years um, and he had known him you know for a while they were friends and uh, that was basically the only relationship it doesn't seem like they were romantically involved but like he has no other people, it yeah. seems like, at all. So good for you, George. Um, in the Barnsdale, or Bairnsdale, I don't know how to, Australia, Bairnsdale <laughs> Advertiser, uh, they claimed that uh, when he wasn't being a rude alcoholic, Jones was a storyteller and no. that he was talking about breaking into the palace because it's his <laughs> only thing. He talked about it. Okay. Yep. So I'm assuming this is after people already know, you mm-hmm. know, so that he might as well talk about it. But so they claim um, that he said he had, he was hired as a chimney sweep at Windsor Castle, uh, where he knew the ins and outs of the chimneys because of it, and then soon learned the layout and had been, like, a working knowledge of the castle. And then he snuck in on the night of Queen Vicky and Albert's first bone sesh after they got married. <laughs> Ew. Uh, and hid under the bed, but then they found him before the couple got there, so I didn't get to hear him. He made it very him. gross. Yep. Uh, and not only that, but, like, um, if you've listened to the other episodes, you'll be like, he didn't break into Windsor Castle. He broke into the Buckingham Palace. Like, that's not even the right <laughs> He's place. He's old. He has, like, three brain cells <laughs> left. He's drinking himself just to where the facts don't exist anymore. His liver just wants to go to <laughs> bed forever. To leave forever. Um, he, Jones also apparently claimed, according to this newspaper article that's published after he died, um, that he was transported to Ta- Tasmania before... Uh, he went to, like, mainland Australia at their penal colony, but, like, sure. I'm pretty sure records say that's not true. So either he was lying or this paper is lying just mm-hmm. for fun, uh, which they do that, you know, yeah. <laughs> especially at this time. They do that. So it's possible. They have, um, um, they have prisoners. I think it's, like, Van Diemen's Land at, at sure. the time. Um, I'm saying papers lie. Papers um, lie. <laughs> all the time. Papers lie and drunk old men lie. It's true. So it could have been from him. Someone's lying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clearly wrong. Um, 
And, like, friends of his, apparently the newspaper said they talked to friends of his who, like, agreed this is what he said. So it's like, maybe that is what he said, but he sure. was lying. <laughs> also, they were like, maybe Jan's like, Australians don't know the difference between Windsor Castle and Buckingham Palace, <laughs> which is probably true. He went to a, uh, you a, know, a palace. Where did she live? The palace or the castle? Who cares? No one knows. Whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I'm like, there's a pretty big difference, though, if you're, like, actually there. Yeah. Uh, which is why when I read it, I was like, what? Like, can you break in there? That's, which is funny because yeah. that's what's, that is what's in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Is a kid breaking into Windsor mm, Castle. Got it. So I'm like, did they get that from this newspaper? <laughs> That's wrong. But like, but they didn't know anything else about him. Like they did. It's weird. Yeah. That I'm like, confusion. Or maybe they just came up with that independently. Entirely possible. They just wanted. I don't know. They just wanted Albert to just yell at a kid. He just, they love watching him yell at children. <laughs> and it's like, like, he doesn't have children to yell out of his own. They don't want him to look mean. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, he'll yell at this kid. <laughs> We'll bring in a spare. <laughs> It'll be fine. All I want is there to be a show about Queen Victoria's life at this time. Mm-hmm. Of well, of like various times, but just like the the goofiest thing that's happened to her. Yes. So like just like this this dumb kid breaking her house, <laughs> just like random assassins, quote unquote, shooting at her with like sticks. Uh, that one guy who like hits her or whatever the cane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that part where it's like she sends her son to Australia and he like burns the whole thing to the ground. And I want it to be just gets murdered. the silliest, most nonsensical bureaucratic comedy of yeah. errors. Yeah. Like no one can figure out what's going on. Right. She's like, why haven't we fixed this? <laughs> and they're like, sorry, we're idiots. And, and not even like about Vicky necessarily, yeah. like just about like the royal family, like of recentish time, mm-hmm. you know, like like since Vicky and then just the shenanigans. Because yep. there's so many. It's just so doofusy. It's so much. But the only people who would do that would be British people, and they wouldn't be allowed, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us don't care enough yeah. about them to do that. That's fair. Although I think the Americans should do it just to make fun of them. It's I, funny. I need to share this TikTok that I saw that was uh, it's this woman I follow. I can't remember her name, though, because I'm terrible at names. But she... Post this video of her being America and being like, ugh, America sucks. You know, she's like an American. She's like, ugh, it sucks. I hate it here. Why are we like this? And then, the, mm-hmm. and then she's pretending to be British and is like, finally, you realize how dumb you are, basically. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, did I just hear a red coat talking? And I'm like, it's so true. It's so, yeah. It's so true. Uh, how dare you? Excuse me. And then she starts singing um, My Country Tis of Thee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which is just God Save the Queen. So yep. that's the meme. <laughs> yeah. We stole your song about your royalty and then just changed it to be our song. No, it's so which is the best. My bless. favorite thing is like Olympic medal ceremonies. Yeah. Where they'll start playing one of the national anthems and all the Americans will sing and it's not their song. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Singing the American anthem to someone else's anthem. <laughs> Let freedom ring. Everyone else is uh, like, very embarrassed. God save the queen. Very embarrassed. <laughs> so it's not, it's not even your anthem. <laughs> but like Americans don't even know the words to God save the queen. No. They, and they only recognize it as ours. Mm-hmm. So we really hijacked the song. <laughs> uh, bless. Sorry, but also not, not sorry, sorry at all. Uh. Um, you know how it is. We love you. You have you have the same thing with France. Don't it's true. Pre- don't pretend. We're friends now. It's fine. Yeah. Until you're rude, and then we'll bring it up always. <laughs> Until you're rude, and then we have and to, then you're a red coat. Then we have to bring it up during Thanksgiving <laughs> and all the family dinners. And you don't even know what Thanksgiving is because you've never been thankful for anything in your life. <laughs> we in Canada both have holidays about it. <laughs> 
Because we're thankful. We are thankful. I don't know what Canada's is about. It's confusing to me. I've looked it up and I still don't understand. They're just a thankful people. They are. But it, but it does center around an event. But it was like a. It confuses me. It was like a guy tried to explore, but he failed, and they were like, "Good try." <laughs> I think. I love that. That's, Email us, Canada. What's very, it about? It's very soft. <laughs> I mean, we need to do an episode, yeah. obviously in October, because that's when they do Thanksgiving. Anyway, so it's a wrong castle entirely. The story's wrong. Everybody's wrong. Um, and then, like I said, Jan wrote a whole chapter about this kid literature. Couldn't care less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, fun for you. I hope it was good, but <laughs> I skipped it. He had fun. We're skipping. <laughs> I it. don't care. You guys can check out the book. Yeah. At your local library. Do those exist anymore? Libraries? <laughs> can you library? Can you library? I have it on Kindle, so you could get it there. Um, do I recommend the book? I mean, like, it's factual. <laughs> wow it's a love that he includes too many details but then sometimes won't tell me what year it is which then makes me mad mm. <laughs> and then I have to google it so what year the, is it? not the right details sometimes but like it's you know it seems like pretty good information mm-hmm. so thank you yeah so you know uh, anyway so because Boy Jones happened they were like we need to increase security yeah obviously yeah uh, once they banished him <laughs> After you ruined his whole life. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and it really helps that Prince Albert's now in charge of that. And uh, he has a new advisor, Baron Stockmar, who is helping him. Um, so they got that German engineering yep. here to help. <laughs> got to get some Germans in here. They will lock us down. Um, so they got rid of all of those weird offices that didn't make sense. And then they said, everybody answers to one guy, and it's the master of the royal household. He's in charge. Nobody has weird bosses that are confusing. There you go. One guy. None of this outside window, inside window. You know how all <laughs> successful, like, companies and countries, one, run where there's, like, one guy? There's a hierarchy. There's, like, a person uh-huh. at the top yeah. who's the person in charge? Do that. <laughs> Uh, do that. Instead of, like, 18 people being in charge and nobody's actually in charge. You know how uh, <laughs> kingdoms don't have, like, six queens? <laughs> yeah. That. Hmm. You know how, like, most things run by committee don't work? Don't do that. <laughs> we should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to cool it a bit. Mm. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, this is the logical way that clearly works because everyone basically does it. Yeah. So... Um, even when there's a committee, someone's in charge. Someone right. has to be in charge. That's the thing. Like, someone's always in charge. You know? There's a cabinet, but president's in charge. Yeah. Anyway, they get rid of all the weird offices, and then they make royalty. <laughs> the quote is less approachable. Which <laughs> 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 so I was like, yeah, you should. Yeah. So they just make it harder to see them. And I'm like, good. Um, I also Googled when the guards with the fuzzy hats started, like, happening. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, is it because of this? Right. And they were like, no, they existed since 1656. But I think they just mean, like, the name of the guard, not, like, when they started being stoic and just standing there, which is what I was trying to ask. But, like, it's hard to Google things And they won't answer. You go up and ask them and they're... And they won't talk. They won't give up any information. So, like, what do you do? So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do an episode sometime about their royal guard because it sounds real doofusy. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It sounds pretty funny. Them and, like, I forget what they're called specifically, but the ones that work for Vatican City. Oh, yeah. That look ridiculous, <laughs> like clowns. We just, yeah, we should just do an episode about weird guards that people have. <laughs> um, oh, also, I have an episode coming up. Here's a, here's a teaser mm-hmm. my future episode because I know, obviously, about Lenin, just 
in a box. Yeah. Being a mummy. Not the beetle. Nope. Vladimir Lenin. The other one. In a box. And uh, I recently learned Mao's in a box. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, is Kim Jong-il in a box? Who else in a box? And they were like, yeah. And his dad's in a box, too. And I was like, oh. And then I found an article called Communist Mummies, which is what they call (laughs) them. Yes, yes. And there's, like, too many of them. Like, Mm. it's upsetting how many are on that list. (laughs) So I'm going to do an episode pretty soon about communist mummies because it made me upset. Because it, it just kept going. Like, I'd scroll down and I'd be like, oh, I guess. And I reached, then there'd be someone I've never even heard of. I've reached the end. No, no, I haven't. No. And it just kept happening. Uh-huh. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to talk about Your it. Your body is the state, so, so they're going to keep you. That's yikes. A, that's the thing. Um, so that'll be coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon to, to a, a podcast near podcast, this one, meaning uh, this one. Near this one. Not quite this one. In a box. Uh, but uh, anyway, Prince Albert also puts a crap ton of guards everywhere after Vicky almost gets assassinated three times. He's like, oh, that's too many. Maybe too many. <laughs> <laughs> so they give her more guards. Uh, even though she gets almost assassinated like five more times. Yeah. So like it doesn't work, but like they try, which I appreciate. Uh, and then apparently, after Boy Jones, though, nobody breaks into the palace again while Vicky is in charge. Okay. They, after that, they just try to shoot her in the street. <laughs> but they don't break in, which uh, is the point. Yeah. We solved that problem. They saw what happens to people. We can only do so many problems at one time. This is the best one. This is the one we're focusing on. Although kind of weird because <laughs> uh, shooting her is definitely a crime. Breaking yeah. in seems not but they, to be. But they can charge people with that when they try to do it on the street. Yeah. They can't charge people when they break in, so they have to make it impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just make that also illegal? <laughs> Hold on. So apparently, like I said, nobody breaks in with Vicky. Ugh. But that doesn't mean no one else breaks in. Um, Mary of Tech, however, is not as lucky. She is queen from... Like, 1910 to, like, 1936, I think. Um, but so she's right after Vicky, obviously. Or, like, maybe not right after, but, like, uh-huh. soon after. And I don't know when all the queens happen. Don't come for me. And so uh, I didn't even, I've never even heard of her. I, yeah, had not heard <laughs> she's of her. Only, I mean, she's only queen for, like, 20 years yeah. or 25 years, which isn't nothing. But, like, comparatively to, like, you know, Queen Lizzie right now has been queen forever. Yeah. Uh, it's different. Or Victoria, who's also queen forever. And she was, like, she's not queen. She's, like... King's husband, or King's wife. She's not queen. She's, she's not queen. <laughs> she's not in charge. Yeah. She's the king's wife. And so, uh, anyway, June 7th, 1914, George Pike is wandering around London. He's gone to a few pubs. Mm-hmm. And he's read it. He remembers, he says he's near Buckingham Palace, like you are. Yeah. They shouldn't have places that are close to it. <laughs> like, everything should just be bought by the palace for, like, a whole mile radius. You can't be here. But that'd be all of London. The city's so, so old. It'd yeah, be so it's difficult. Impossible. Yeah. Anyway, but, so he's just near the palace. And he sees it and he goes, oh, I remember. I read in the paper that suffragist women were trying to break in. Uh, or, oh, were they? Yeah. Like, oh. suffragettes are trying to get in there to, like, be like, can you let us vote? Um, please? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so then he's like, I should try to break in there, you know. So I can vote. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, the most white man thing I've ever heard <laughs> of, like, I saw marginalized people trying to get rights by protesting in some way. Why can't so I do it? why don't I do the same thing for no reason? Yeah. It's true. What? Why can't I break in? <laughs> Just because I want to. Why not I, Why not me? Okay. And so <laughs> he no does. reason. Um, so he scales the now spiked 
fence. Mm. They put spikes on it. He thank you. It. Instead of like you could trip over it earlier. It, yeah. So they made it taller and there's spikes now, but he gets up it anyway. And uh, he tries a few windows before he finds an unlocked basement door and just walks in. Come on. And I just gotta say, I can't imagine as a human being, as myself, yeah. going up to a building that I know I'm not allowed to be in and just trying doors and windows. It's scary. Like, what if it opens? That's I, almost the scariest thing yeah, imaginable. I, the concept of walking up to someone else's property and trying to open it, when I know I'm not allowed to be there, mm-hmm. is unfathomable to me. <laughs> it is not something I could ever possibly do. Yeah. <laughs> like, Even when someone tells me I could go into their house, I don't like it when mm-hmm. they're not there. Yeah. It's ups- it like stresses me out. I don't like it. Because I feel like I'm not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm allowed. What if someone's there and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's us. We're socially anxious <laughs> and not inclined towards and crime. I'm very lawful. <laughs> so, like, reading about this gives me anxiety where he's just, like, going to windows and trying to open them. <clears throat> Whereas, like, <clears throat> I, I have an explorative nature. I like um, sure. going around places. If someone lives in there, um, I'm not doing it. You know how many people are Buckingham Palace? Yeah. So many people. I'm only doing that Hundreds if I know of people. for a fact it is empty no and one's it has in there. been empty for like a decade. Sure. But no. Mm-mm. Hundreds of people are in there right now. Yeah. Right now. Right. Us, like just sleeping. It's horrible. <laughs> so he opens the basement door. And then he keeps opening people's room doors <laughs> and apologizing because he's waking them up because it's the middle of the night. What do you do? So he's like, oh, sorry, and closes it until he finds an empty room. And in that empty room, there's, like, fancy clothes because clearly someone lives there. Uh-huh. They just aren't in the room right now. Right. Like, they're away or they're, like, doing something. And so then he just changes into their fancy clothes starts walking around. Wow. This is in 1914. Wow. What? Being being a weird little so con man is so wild. <laughs> Why? You can just do that? How is and he has woken up multiple people. How have none of them gotten up and been like, who is randomly opening my door? Like is this just something that happens to them? <laughs> this is this is uh, an example. It's gonna be so wildly specific <laughs> that you should probably just cut it right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, I play my weird little um, survival game. Uh-huh. Where you pretend to be dinosaurs with right. other human beings who are also pretending to be dinosaurs. Yep. Uh, it is very hard to stay alive unless you want to die. Like, you just go right up to people and are like, I'm here now. And they'll be like, I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. I'm Confusing. Used to, I'm used to you, like, running ru- away. Running away. Right. But if you just, like, come up in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, like with a bear. Like how you're supposed to look big and, like, scary. Yeah. Because then it gets confused. It's like, aren't wait. You should be running from me. Like, I'm the size of a mouse, and I'm like, this is my food now. And they're like, okay, okay. Like, when I am begging for them to eat me, they will (laughs) walk away. (laughs) Because they're just like, it's confusing to me. (laughs) If you were going around a palace, (laughs) knocking on doors, being like, hey, any clothes to steal? And they're like, "Um, no, I'm just sleeping. He's like, oh, sorry, bye. Go away. (laughs) You're so stressed out that you're just like, I hate this. It's just so outside of the realm of normal that you just can't. <laughs> you you clearly are more comfortable living here than I am. But so he just keeps walking around in his new clothes, and he apparently gets really close to Queen Mary's bedroom. Oh, my God. And then a page sees him and is like, excuse me. Excuse? Uh, who are you and what are you doing? Because, like, he's just wandering around the palace at night. That's not normal. Yeah. And, like, he they don't recognize him. 
He's just like, and it's, he probably looks poor, and he's just wearing fancy clothes. It doesn't make you look fancy. <laughs> he's still got, like, dirt on him. You know, and, lipstick on a pig. Like, yeah. it's like it doesn't suddenly make you look like you belong here. Uh-huh. Especially when you're just wandering, looking around. That is not normal behavior when you've been in a place before. Right. That's what you do when you're a tourist. It uh, it kind of works <laughs> when you're opening doors. You seem like you have a goal. Sure. Walking around with no point. Mm-hmm. Just dilly dally in the middle of the night. <laughs> dilly dally. Why are you wearing fancy clothes in the middle of the night either? I'm imagining That's weird. him with like, like he's got like a bit of a petticoat on. He's yeah. got like a man's jacket. And it's like two in the morning. Three hats. And he's just wandering around. Just wandering around. And so he's like, what are you doing? And so then the guy like doesn't have a plan for this because he <laughs> none of this was planned. Yeah. He just saw the palace and said, maybe I go in because women want to vote, I guess. And he's and drunk. So, and, yeah. Because that makes sense when you're drunk. And so uh, he just runs away <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I guess. But to their credit, this page chases him down and tackles him when he's wearing pajamas. Oh so, like, oh, you know, Give kudos. Way um, better than last time with Boy Jones. Right. Now the boy has become Prompt. the tackler. Prompt. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And just wrecked him immediately. I love that. They didn't even call the police yet. They're just like, we got him. And so uh, way better trained. <laughs> and so they arrest him, obviously, <laughs> because, like, come on. He's... But then they're like, oh, but he's just like a drunk idiot and his mom's deaf and just, you know, boys will be boys. Mm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So they release him with a promise of good behavior on June 15th, eight days later, with no punishment. Uh, okay. Because guess what? It's still not illegal? Not illegal. I cannot. Trespassing is still not illegal. How is that even possible? And they didn't get him for anything else. He stole somebody's clothes. Right, he, theft? He was breaking into rooms. Like, what? <sighs> I I hate it. When when did <laughs> when hold on? When did the U.S. get <laughs> trespassing, trespassing laws? laws? I don't know. Did I did Google it though? Because at this point, I was like, "Is it not illegal?" Like, I feel like it's illegal, and I googled it, and at least in Washington State, it's illegal. Like to trespass so into any place you're not allowed to be. So in. it's a state level law. It what what I googled it. I said, "Is trespassing illegal?" And it knows I'm in Washington, so then it said, "In Washington, it's illegal." Um, so that presumes in other states it might not be. I guess it feels like something that should have been like common law. We adopted it because they had it, but they don't have it. But they don't have it. So clearly well, not. What? I don't know. It's it is a tort. It's civilly a problem. Mm-hmm. But if the person breaks into your house, it has nothing. Why would you sue them? Because they broke into my house. Yeah, but you don't get anything from them. Nothing's going to happen. I just don't. I just don't want them ever to do it again. But they they'll should probably be, do it again. They if they have be, no money, they be, have no. There's no penalty. Punish. <laughs> <laughs> it creates, but there's no punishment. Like the only remedy really for like torts is money. Like that's basically it. Uh huh. Um. So it's like you know, like they sued like O.J. Simpson over um the murders <laughs> that happened. Um. But he didn't pay any money. Hmm. Because he didn't have money. Sure. And also, you don't have to. So you can, in some places, perhaps, mm-hmm. you can you can just walk into places. 
Apparently. Um, as long as you don't do anything else. And just, like, stand there. And it's not a crime. And it's not a crime. Apparently. <laughs> like, non-public places. This is dangerous. <laughs> Knowledge. This is not good information this to be dangerous giving to the knowledge. public. I feel like I'm reading you the, you know, anarchist cookbook right now of like, <laughs> this isn't a crime, you know? You know, it's not a crime to just walk into people's houses, lean over their bed while they're sleeping and just kind of breathe just on them, them a bit. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's, no. In America, it's a crime. In Washington, it's a crime. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it here. Don't do it here. The, the queen, it's fine. England, it's fine. Um, but so apparently they learned nothing. You know, from earlier, uh, they just were like, don't come back. Um, and so then he doesn't. So good for him. Yeah. Um, but then in 1950, uh, Mary of Tech is now not the queen anymore. Now she's queen mother because her husband died. Mm-hmm. And so she's living at the Marlborough House, which is like a royal house you can live at where you put your mom. Yeah. Where she's not dead, but she's the still queen, m- kind of. Marlborough so like, House. Go mom. Yeah. It's your mother-in-law house <laughs> for when you're king now. And... Uh, she, she lives over there. It's, like I said, 1950. Uh, Gerald O'Brien breaks in through a window. Uh, he goes into Alice Knight, who is the housekeeper's room, and demands to know where their valuables are. Where do you keep them? Well, that that one is clearly illegal. E- and theft? Yes. He also has a knife uh, he's threatening her with. So there's that. Um, she is—Alice Knight, who's the housekeeper, is 66. Oh. Uh, so she cries out for help. Um, so Winifred Ralph, another elderly housekeeper, comes to help oh. her. And they call, they yell for people to call the police, which they do. And they're being pretty loud. And it's like a big house. I looked it up. It's like, you know, two or three floors. And it's a lot of, it's big. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of servants there and people to wake up. So this isn't going well for him, for O'Brien. So he bails, but not before he stabs Miss Knight eight times. No. And he punches Mrs. Ralph in the face a couple times. Not the granny. And I'm like, this is so mean. Why would you do that? Just leave. Like, come on. Um, it doesn't say also whether Miss Knight dies, so I assume she doesn't. Because it's a little knife that he stabbed her with. Sure. It's a pen knife. But, like, eight times. That's so many times. Eight times. Like, one or two is enough for you to just get out. That's, that's like. For them to have to, like, deal with it. <laughs> that's like prison shanking level of stabbing. It's so much. Meanwhile, uh, Queen Mary, uh, who is, I, I have here, 83 years old. I think that's a mistype. I think she was, like, 63 or 73. I don't remember. Anyway, she's old also. She slept through the whole thing. So. Yeah. So she wakes up. They're like, oh, she got stabbed. And this kind of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was a hullabaloo. But once again, the best defense against these guys is old ladies. Because earlier it was, too, when he broke in and, like, there was, like, the two old ladies restrained the boy Jones. Yeah. Men do nothing. <laughs> Men break in. Old ladies save the day. <laughs> and also that, Every time. that page, I guess. Yeah. True. He's the only competent man ever employed mm-hmm. at the palace. Tackle boy. One guy. In his pajamas. Commitment. <laughs> yes. Uh, didn't even call for help. Just, just tackled him. Mm-hmm. Just like, I can do this right now. And then finally, on June or July, sorry, I don't know how to read. On July 9th. 1982. That's so recent. Queen Elizabeth II is woken up and sees somebody in her room. No. She doesn't recognize. (laughs) Oh, my God. In 82. No. In Buckingham Palace. Oh, my God. And she initially thinks it's a servant. She's not supposed to be there right now because it's not wake-up time yet. So she's like, she asks, who are you? Like, like, what are you doing, basically? Uh Uh-huh. 
And then she realizes he's wearing dirty T-shirt and jeans. He's carrying a broken ashtray, and he's dripping blood all over the floor. Oh, no. From a wounded hand. Don't. Not like this. And so... Where are the corgis? (laughs) Alert someone. (laughs) So Queen Lizzie calmly, quickly calls the palace, like, with the switchboard and says, could you contact the police for me? (laughs) Could you be a dear? And they say, yeah. And so, you know, they send the message to the palace police that the Queen of England needs the police right now, please. And they don't respond. Um, what? What? In the 80s. (laughs) What? What is your job, actually? What? The 80s are just as useless as the 1840s. It's the same. <laughs> nothing in, is in, changed. In, in London. Nothing is Buckingham changed. Buckingham Palace is exactly the same. Where? just as dangerous. Where is Philip? Where is anyone? <laughs> where is anyone? Where are the dogs? It's amazing how recent it needs to be before I consider it modern history anymore. Because this, I, if somebody wanted to tell me the 80s are modern, I'm going to point this out. I'm going to be like, no, it's not. The same thing happened in Victoria and Queen Mary. It's the same. It's the same. The 80s are history. (laughs) Is it it trespassing yet? Can they charge you? I'll let you know in a minute. Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, so he's still bleeding. He comes and sits on the bed with her. Oh, okay. And he starts talking about how he came in here to end his life in her bedroom. Mm. But then now he's decided that, quote, uh... Or, sorry, he's decided against it because, quote, uh, it would not be a very nice thing to do. Well, that's true. Yeah. But, like, what? (laughs) Oh, gosh. And so Queen Lizzie is talking to him, chatting about his life while she waits for the police (laughs) to get here. They never come. And she's just trying to be chill, you know? Um... And they they have stuff in common, Haley. They both have four kids. Crazy, right? Wow. <laughs> like, he doesn't already know she has four kids. So much in common. Um, Who's your favorite? <laughs> you asked the queen. Yeah. Lol. Um, Might as well. And then he asks her for a cigarette. Uh-huh. And she's like, sure, and presses a button to summon a chambermaid because she's like, great, this is a way, great way to get him out of the room mm-hmm. for something he's asked for. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, pushing him so he doesn't get weird. Mm-hmm. And nobody comes. What? Did those buttons ever do anything? <laughs> I know. Now she's questioning if they actually work. <laughs> ever? They're like the, the crossing the street buttons that don't do anything. <laughs> they just give you power to push it. Uh-huh. Even though you know it doesn't work. We just want the queen to feel like she has some control. <laughs> so upsetting. She's been trapped in there for years. So he's still talking, and she calls the switchboard again. Uh-huh. And the palace police still don't respond. Um, every single one of them. <laughs> It's not going to have a job in the morning. So I've decided that uh, I think people in England want the queen to die. I, <laughs> there, there is no other explanation for this level of just lack of care. The for in, the most important person the incom- in your country. The incompetence of it all. The level of incompetence is so high <laughs> that I just oh. can't believe that you don't want them to die. I mean, that, that's so, not the goal. At least someone does, <laughs> right? That you, it's hard for me to believe you can care so little that at this point it's like negligent homicide. Yeah. Like if, if she dies, <laughs> you also go to prison. Everyone in the palace, negligent homicide. Everyone. The, it's all of your fault. 
biggest case in English history. <laughs> uh, princes, everyone's going to prison. All of you are going to prison. Other royalty is also going to prison. Forever. Everyone. Her husband, prison. He's not king anymore. The question New king. for me is, <laughs> who cut the cables on her switchboard? I Yeah, I... No, because she called early. She is connecting to them, and the switchboard is connecting to the palace police. And they're just not They answering? just aren't listening. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I have so many questions. So finally, a chambermaid comes in for unrelated reasons. She Just because that's part of what she does is go into the queen's room and see if she needs something. Um. To, like, deliver, you know, linens or something normal. <laughs> just a maid. Uh-huh. And then she opens the door, and there's, like, a gross, weird, bleeding man. On the royal mm-hmm. bed. And she says, bloody hell, ma'am. What is he doing here? <laughs> what the F? What is he doing here? And then she runs out of the room and finds the nearest person she can, who is a footman who had just gotten back from walking the corgis. Well, so oh, that's where they were. Okay. And um, is like, get in there, dude. <laughs> Fix it. Sick them. Eat and them. Then, uh, and, and, you know, I guess to his credit, the guy who broke in just... Readily accepts being arrested, doesn't try to run, doesn't try to fight it at all. Yeah, I, I, like he came in to kill himself. He's probably. Yeah. But um, he does say he needs to be treated with respect because he's heir Robert Hess, son of Rudolf Hess. Is he? Which, if you don't know for people, um, that is the deputy Fuhrer to Hitler, Rudolf Hess. So he's saying he's his son. So you should be nice to him? Question mark? Boy, I was not expecting a Nazi twist. Nazi twist. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. What? Why would that mean you were nice to him? Is what's confusing to me. You know who the the British really love, especially someone <laughs> who lived through it? Nazis. Nazis. Yikes. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, I do mm. remember. You were much smaller than... Um, <laughs> So, the police get there 12 minutes after the queen called them and arrest him. Okay. I don't know if they come because of the calls she already put in that they ignored or if it was because they had already gotten him and said, hey, we have him. Can you come arrest him, please? Because the palace guard is not the police. And so, they put him, you know, in jail. And he's not Robert Hess. His name is Michael Fagan, and he's an Irish laborer, which I'm going to say <laughs> they probably figured out immediately he wasn't Robert Hess. <laughs> like, you, are you, you seem, again, I like that this is the second time. <laughs> Sir, you seem very clearly Irish. Very Irish. You don't sound German at all. Or seem- I wonder if he, like, had a really convincing German accent. And so, mm. for a minute, they were like, maybe. But also, like, I doubt he was using a German accent with the queen. So I wonder if he just started doing that once he was, like, out of earshot with her. And he was like, now I'm German. Interesting. <laughs> and how, I don't know why he would say that or how he thought that would help. I, that's what's confusing to me. I'm fascinated how, by, like, how is that gonna make the better? weird story around this. So, like, were you living in West Germany for all this time? How did you get here? Yeah. Why are you in England? And that you were going to come in here and take your life in her bedroom for what? Like, what's... I don't understand this plot. And then he couldn't because she's just a nice... She's so nice. She's just, like, a nice mom. She's too nice. I mean, that's why that one guy didn't shoot Archduke Franz Ferdinand. He was like, his wife's right there. She seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women are the protection. I mean, I... It didn't work for JFK, though. It's Well, because so. we know why. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
That's our own personal meme that Jackie is the reason that JFK died. Uh, We're kidding. The shot came from inside the car. We're sorry. Really dumb joke. Very bad taste. You know, we do assassins all the time. We just haven't done JFK yet, where I give my theory about (laughs) it's Jackie. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, I just, I want to know, I don't know why you thought that would be a good idea. Um, I actually plan to talk about this guy. Uh, a long time ago, because I learned about this a while ago, like years ago. Yeah. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's very weird. But I didn't know anything about Boy Jones and the other ones. So I never, it, but it's too short to be in o- its own episode. So I never could figure out where to put it. As a cherry on top, it is exquisite. Oh, yeah. It's really good for this. So I'm very grateful to know about Boy Jones now so mm-hmm. that I could put it in here. And you can understand why when I read it, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> There's a larger tapestry here. And then I was like, is the 80s too recent to be history? And then now I'm like, no. It's exactly the same as all of the other (laughs) things that happened. Also, it's... A hundred years ago. The 80s is not as recent as we think. It's true. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not... When when I was eight, it was pretty recent. But now I'm 28. We're like... 29, so... 90s kids. So, to us, the 80s is... It feels close, but it's not anymore. But it's not. Because we're old. Because we're old. (laughs) Anyway, um... But, uh, yeah, Fagin apparently had broken into the palace previously. Oh, no. Also. Repeat offender. Um, and he had stolen some wine that was a present for Prince Charles, and he'd eaten some meat and potatoes in the kitchen, just like the boy Jones did. I just, oh, my God. So it's all the same. How do they keep getting in? And uh, for you wine nerds, it's a Johannesburg Riesling, if you're interested in what he stole. <laughs> If you want to drink some of that next time you listen to this episode, so yeah. you can feel like you're there. Do they have a year, a vintage? They didn't say the year. He's not good at years, Jan. He, that's I true. like him, but that's he, true. he often doesn't put what year it is. Um, and uh, they tried to keep it quiet, like with the boy Jones. They were like, maybe we don't tell people. Yeah. <laughs> because it makes us look bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and some newspapers, so some newspapers report it because they get leaked information from Buckingham Palace, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they report it as factual, and then some newspapers are like, that sounds like a hoax. <laughs> it could, no way is that real. It's not. And then other newspapers that are much more um, astute are like, not only is this happening, but yeah. this happened a long time ago to Queen Vicky mm-hmm. also. And they bring up the Boy Jones, which I think is like very good journalism. I'm like, good for you. Right. Because at that point, that had happened 142 years earlier. So there's no real reason for anyone in the paper just like to know that yeah. and to like remember that in any way. Um, so, like, good research, good effort. Yeah, Especially, no And, no and then the 80s where you can't Google, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good for you. You had to actually go and look up pieces of paper. Presumably someone just knew this at your paper. They just happened to know this. Could be. And they were like, what about this? Mm-hmm. And then, because I feel like you have to know the name. I'd never heard of this. Like I said, and I had heard of the other thing. Yeah. So, like, and I could have just Googled and probably found it. But uh, I didn't. <laughs> I found it a different way. <laughs> but that. I did. I don't even remember how I found this, to be honest. But anyway... Good job. Uh, Margaret Thatcher is the prime minister at the time, and she had to make a public apology to the queen oh, to yes. be like, sorry, you could have been brutally murdered, lol. <laughs> sorry? <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so they try to recreate the break-in, right? So they talk to Fagan. They're like, how'd you get in? Yeah. And um, Fagan says, yeah, so I, you know, scaled the fence, obviously, of which course. now has barbed wire on it, too. And he still got over it. So I scaled the fence, and then I uh, broke into this room 
That's because the window is open. Mm. Uh, King George V stamp collection room. Okay. <laughs> that room, yes. Yeah, everybody knows. Uh, apparently, there's stamps in there worth $5 million. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if they were saying that as the collection or individual stamps. I think that was kind of like a collective. Stamp like, people If weird. you grab like 10 stamps in there, you could have like a million dollars if you get the right ones. Uh, but he doesn't know anything about stamps. That's not why he's there. And also, uh, the door from the stamp collection to the rest of the house is locked even from the inside. So he mm. can't get to the other place. Trapped in the stamp room. Yeah. So then he's like, well, this is lame. So then he leaves the, through the window again mm-hmm. and just gets down onto the ground to the palace floor or like palace uh, grounds. Which, when that happens, when Fagin's breaking in, uh, the alarm, there's an alarm on that window. Yeah. And it goes off twice because he gets in and he leaves. Where are the. Because he opened it. Where are the people? The policeman who's in charge of that assumes it is a false alarm both times. Twice in a row. When it happened, like, minutes in between. He just assumes the alarm's having, like, a problem. Mm. And so he just turns it off. <laughs> I He turns it off. Yeah. Just, like, um, you stop making sound. Without sending anyone to check, Doesn't even. look at no. all. Nope. Just just sees it's going off and is like, nobody's breaking into the stamp room. So then he just says, that's fake, and then turns it off. Then why is there an alarm? <laughs> What's the point? Why do you have it bugged? Just have someone look. Like, <laughs> even if you think it's a false alarm. Make a boy do just it. Just go look at it. Just go look. That's so embarrassing. And so then he walks around the grounds. Nobody sees him. Just walking around. Mm-hmm. And uh, climbs a drain pipe. Wow. Okay. That's legit. So, like, you know. That's legit. <laughs> and then he enters the office of Vice Admiral Sir Peter Ashmore, who's in charge of the Queen's security, through an unlocked window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just dripping irony. No. <laughs> I cannot believe this happened. You're no. F- you're fired. <laughs> I'm actually crying. He gets in, and then he's just walking around. Here. That's what you do. I'm, like, counting people. I'm, like, fired, fired. <laughs> Who else is fired? Everyone. So, Fink is just walking around, looking at paintings, going into rooms. <laughs> and then he found a glass ashtray, and he was like, I'm going to keep this as a souvenir. And then he drops it immediately, which oh is I, the most relatable thing to me in this story. <laughs> you, He's so dexterous, he can climb up a drain pipe. The <laughs> yeah. second he touches a glass ashtray, explodes and cuts his hand. <laughs> Um, Fair. Which, like, gave me flashbacks of one time I was in, like, a restaurant that had, like, a, an attached, um, like, store. And I, like, accidentally dropped something with glass and was broken. And they just told me to go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was also, like, a teenager. And I, like, clearly didn't do it on purpose. And I was, like, crying because I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know. But I was, like, mood. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But, ta- I mean, if this – if he had just left – and this had been, like, the now, terrible, because they'd have his blood. But it's the 80s, so if you just leave, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to know. They wouldn't have known. Right. Just take your broken ashtray and go, dude. Just go. Get a different one. they got to have a whole bunch of ashtrays. It's right. the 80s. Anyway, but no, he doesn't. Of course, he goes to the queen's room. Um, I want him, at that point, why not? to leave, uh, get back into the stamp room, leave bloody handprints <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> climb back out, and it'll be like a locked room mystery. <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, So as he's going towards uh, Queen Elizabeth's room, 
Uh, he passes a royal house- housekeeper who says good morning to him, even though he's dirty, bleeding, and doesn't have shoes on. Fired. <laughs> you fired. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Are you joking? Uh, good morning to you, sir. And then he just walks in the queen's room. And you might be thinking, shouldn't someone be outside her room? Yeah. Just a person whose job it is to stand there. Really? No just alarm. In case. No alarm on the queen's room? <laughs> Guess not. Um, maybe on her window, not on her door. Yeah. Because, like, people go in there all the time. Cause, so, sure. Because someone should catch it before it there gets... Sh- they put <laughs> a person out there. Uh-huh. But apparently, there's supposed to be a guard there, and he left early instead of waiting to be relieved by the man... Fired. ...who's walking the corgis. Fired. ...who's supposed to trade off with him once he's done with the dogs. Maybe the dog man. All of you fired. But that explains why the dogs are also not there. Uh, they're being walked by the guy who switches with you. Mm-hmm. And he's there 12 minutes later. So perhaps just wait. Uh, just wait. But no. Uh, and that's, you know, of course, that's the day when they need him the most is he's just gone. <laughs> so um, I bet he does this every effing day. Probably. He's just useless. He should have been fired years ago. So Fagin's father and his wife tell the son, which is a tabloid, mm-hmm. that Fagin... Talked about Queen Elizabeth like she was his girlfriend and that he called her Elizabeth Regina Mm. um, and that his dad said he'd been in the palace 12 times. But then it's probably a lie. This is in a tabloid and people are pretty sure that it was only the two times. Sure. And that they're just lying for money, which is entirely possible. Fair. Um, Fagan... From what I skimmed, because at this point I was like, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to know about break-ins. Fagin uh, milked this, presumably, for all it was worth. Uh, he did a lot of, like, campaigns. He tried to become, like, a singer, but he's uh, nobody cared. Oh, no. And uh, he just get a lot of bar fights, and he got arrested a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, he didn't go to the palace anymore, so that's good. Um, also, this is confusing to me. I guess the Japanese were really into the Fagin story in the 80s. <laughs> really? And it was, like, in all their major papers for, like, weeks. Interesting. And it's like, why? But why? Because I'm sure it was in our paper, like, mm-hmm. in America. But it was probably, like, the day of. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, anyway. But they were obsessed with it. Other things to do. <laughs> the Japanese were like, wow. It was, like, weird. Huh. The things that are popular in Japan are always a mystery to me. <laughs> It's really it's catch on. Such a such a beautiful, mysterious country. <laughs> but apparently trespassing at this point was still only a civil offense. The 80s. What? Yeah. And so. Uh, oh, I do have a question. If you have a civil dispute, but you are the government, is it like, how does that play? Criminal and civil are just separate. The government would sue you. The that, government can sue people. You can sue the government. That's fair. So. But what if you're the queen and you're like, I just want him dead? <laughs> you have to talk to the government. <laughs> talk to parliament, I guess. You have to <laughs> ring up Margaret and be like, Margaret, I don't Margaret, want kill him. I don't want an apology. I, better die. I want his head. I want you to die or him to die, Margaret. Also the heads of those f- uh, like four men who almost killed <laughs> just me. Useless. Um Yeah. I, I think, yeah, all you could do is sue him. Uh cool. So he gets charged with the crime, which is stealing that wine bottle from the last time he went in, mm-hmm. which they didn't even catch him doing. Yeah. Um, but he admitted to it. So. Idiot. And then some other offenses he was already waiting trial for, one of which was stabbing his son with a screwdriver. Oh, my God. And then the other one was stealing a car. 
But they don't ever mention the screwdriver thing again, so apparently, I assume they didn't charge him with that, even though he definitely did it. Okay. <laughs> so that's fun. It's not okay. re- It's not a crime to stab your son with <laughs> your a screwdriver. Child. <laughs> the only other people's kids. That's my property. I can stab him all I that's want. That's a civil offense. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Who am I going to sue? Myself? And as I mentioned, trespassing is illegal in Washington State, at least. Um, it is a crime. Why, why isn't it a crime? Like over there. I don't know. Because I... Oh, hold on. So <laughs> he had, they acquit him for stealing the wine. They um, say not guilty, even though he said he did it. But he's, he admitted it. He drank it. He, he said he did. He said he did. And then they're like, but did he have criminal intent when he took it? And I'm like... Uh, taking it is... He's in someone else's house and took something is, with him. I don't... What does that even mean? How is, why would you need... Because, like, you know when you, like, if you kill someone, there's, like, different levels of murder sure. for, like, if you intended to kill them. There's, yeah. like, manslaughter, and then there's, like, premeditated. It's, like, the opposite, right? And then there's, like, the middle where it's, like, you were just mad in the moment. But he, like, when you're... You broke into someone's house, if you take anything, it's yeah. intentional stealing. You'd think... Shouldn't it be? Unless you have, like, a plea for insanity going. Nope. I don't think so. Although he does go to a mental institution, so maybe. But I don't know if that's because of this. Because he gets not guilty for this. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think so. I think it's just because, you know, they're like, he's nuts. Uh, so we'll send him there instead of to prison for the car stealing, which is the only thing he gets charged for. Not even anything to do with the palace at all. Because that was <laughs> or unrelated. Or the, the queen or, or her life. Or his own child. Uh, yeah, of course. No. Um... And then they tried to pass uh, what is called Fagan's Law. I've heard of this. Which is to treat trespassing as a crime. Yeah. In 1890, or sorry, 1983. (laughs) We wish. Numbers. Yeah. 1983, which is the year after he broke in. Mm -hmm. But in 1984, haha, they were like, but what if people like do it by accident? You know, like Mm -hmm. what if they accidentally step on your property and they don't mean to trespass? Then you're going to get them in trouble and it's going to be a crime? To which I say, yeah, that's a – Yeah. In America, yes. (laughs) You – and including civil things. Like if someone says, oh, I accidentally trespassed on your property, still can sue them. Mm -hmm. They should know they're not allowed to. The assumption is you know you're not allowed. You can uno reverse again. Someone who intends to commit a crime can just say it was an accident. Yep. They can lie about it. Yeah. So, uh, no. You got to know better than that, you know? Um, but because they were like, what if it's an accident? They just didn't change it. So, so that, huh. I think it's still probably that way. Yeah. I didn't look it up. But the implication from the book, which I think was published not very long ago. Because that's stuff from 2002. So, like, it's at least more recent than that. Uh, is it? It's still not a crime if you I, just break in. I'm amazed that they don't have a law specifically for royal places. Yeah. Right. Because, like, whether or not in certain states or, like, whether or not it's federally illegal to trespass, it is illegal to trespass on federal buildings. Yeah. You're not allowed to just go in there. You can't just walk in when you're not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a whole thing about that recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a whole last month thing. So, like, just do that. Why don't you just do that? Because clearly it continues to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And, like, it seems like every time there's a new queen that they're like, well, now I got to see this one. Yeah. When they're young. And, like, that's probably going to happen in the near future mm-hmm. to people who everyone's already obsessed with. Yeah. So. 
So make it illegal. Maybe do something about just, that. And honestly, you don't even have to write a law for like all of them. Just even just Buckingham Palace, because that's the only place it happens besides that one time at the Queen Mother's house. Mm-hmm. And she's fine. Yeah. Like, if you need guards outside, maybe it should be a crime to go in when you're not allowed to be. Yeah. Why are the guards there? Yeah. Why are the guards there if it's not a crime to go in? To prevent them from committing non-crimes. <laughs> it's tortious actions. A little weird. <laughs> just going to say. Just the visual presumption that it's a crime so that you won't do it. <laughs> it's, you know? A, it's a lie. It's like when, uh, uh, it's like the potato thing where they like tricked people into thinking potatoes were cool. Because yeah. they put guards out. We're like, don't steal them. That's and true. they were like, oh, this must be valuable. <laughs> it's like the So there's guards thing. outside. They're like, oh, it must be a crime to go in there. Yeah. It's not. It's so weird. It might not be. Will they stop? <laughs> Will they stop you if you walk past them? I don't know. Has anyone? T- someone's tried, <laughs> right? I'm going to Google. I mean, <laughs> probably. Someone's tried. Do they I'm just like. Google real quick. Stick an arm out real quick and clothesline you? Tres- trespass. I just need to know right now. Trespassing law, England. Do you have one yet? Yes <laughs> you, or no? Did you get one? Did you get one? Did you get one? Trespass in English and Welsh law is mostly a civil tort rather than a criminal offense, according to Wikipedia. Oh, my God. So, apparently not. But killing think. swans is, like, <laughs> really bad. Hold on. This is something. Previously... A pure tort. In 1994, they created some circumstances in which it's a crime. Oh. So they, a little bit. A little bit Occasionally it's a crime. Sometimes. When we feel like it, it might be a crime. If you can protect all the swans, why can't you protect Buckingham Palace with laws? I don't know. Why is this difficult? Anyway, so (laughs) the answer is, is trespassing a crime occasionally? Sometimes. Depends. (laughs) really depends. Probably not. Seems like mostly not, But though. maybe. <laughs> Seems likely, no. Anyway, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> About is, it's uh, easy as to tell. You just shake an eight ball, a magic eight ball. <laughs> and it's like, ask again later. That seems fair. Maybe. You know, just go mm. for it. <laughs> just go for it. Just, what? The ma- it's, it's My only tort. answer to this is what? <laughs> what? What's going on? You better be careful, though. The new ones are going to, like, know what the internet is. That's right. So um, watch out. They're not going to, it's not going to be as fun. Please protect Kate Middleton. She didn't, this, she hasn't been preparing for this her entire life. She's still new-ish. New-ish. Comparatively. I don't know. How many royal children do you have to have before you're, like, in it? Well, but they're also young. Yeah. You know? That it's like none of them are even, like, in middle school. So it's like she just had them real fast because you're supposed to. Like, you should still, like, not break into people's places. Right. Probably. But just prepare her because apparently, uh, you know, it ha- it always happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't think always. I'm I'm pretty sure there was probably a queen in between Mary of Tech and um, Vicky. There's probably a queen between her and... Elizabeth? I don't know. It's different. I don't know when, when Elizabeth it, became queen. It's different when it's the Oh, I think her son might have been Charles, so never mind. The the monarch versus like uh she married to the king. Yeah. It's always different. Right, of course. But still, uh, you know, it's pretty frequent. Still. Um Lee a problem. <laughs> so I hope your trespass law extends to Buckingham Palace. Please. Please? It's uh, amazing to me that that they don't just make it a crime. And then, like, there's a lot of 
you can sue people for crimes in America. Trespassing is a tort and a crime yeah. equally. You can be both. You can have both. Because then when the police ask, do you want to charge him with a crime? You can say no and then sue them mm-hmm. for the tort. It's just like. It can be both. It doesn't have to be maybe. It can be equally both. <laughs> I don't know. And then you just pick. Trespassing on Buckingham Palace is not really a crime. Weird. It's medium. They can sue you, but it's not a crime. Anyway, thanks for listening today and learning about boy man, old man Jones boy falls man. off a bridge, Jones. Boy, boy man, old man falls on a bridge, Jones. And then other weird people breaking into the palace. And the torts that don't really And how it continues them. to be not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Queen, sue them. The things that aren't illegal is wild. Hate it. Wild. Anyway, uh, you can email us at circlehistorypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what other things you know that aren't illegal that should be illegal. <laughs> like like that, uh, that guy who's like, I, do you know you can just go buy, like, bike locks? Yeah, or, like, traffic cones. And just put them over doors <laughs> that aren't yours. It's so true. And it's not illegal. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yes, email us those uh, or... Other things that you could, are confused about, about England or other countries like this. And, um, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever you want. I guess. Generally. You know? You know. Within what? reason. Don't be weird. When the corgis are out to potty, it's free reign. <laughs> it's everybody, whatever goes, you want. You know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, you can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Let people know that you like the show. Uh, I feel like most of our listeners come from word of mouth. So let people know that you dig it, man. Mm-hmm. Woman, envy. Especially in the times that we are Preacher. living in, people need stuff to listen to. Right, yeah, especially right now. We've had a lot of listeners in the past year join us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Appreciate you. Love that you're here. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.